Okay, so um, my name is April Prunty. I'm with the nursing department. Um, and today I'm just going to talk to you a little bit about the clinical apps that you can use on your iPad. Oops. Laura, how do I get out of this? Oh, there we go. Okay. All right, so um, the piece of paper I gave you summarizes just the apps I'm going to talk briefly about today, so you can kind of refer to that. Um, the first one we're going to look at is WebMD. This is probably one of the older apps. Um, it's really user-friendly just for the general public. It's got a symptom checker on there, so if you're not feeling good, you can plop in some symptoms, and it'll tell you 15 different diseases you might have. Um, the conditions, you can look up various conditions, hypertension, that sort of thing. Drugs and treatment, you can look up miscellaneous medications. There's first aid information, and there's local health listings as well. You can put in your location, and there's different, so we'll talk about health fairs, local clinics, that sort of thing. Um, it's pretty good. It's not, um, it's not the best resource. It's good if you just want generic information. Um, then we'll talk about the CDC app. These are all free, by the way, too, which is another good thing. Um, the CDC app is really good. Um, this is free. You can download that. You can find various health information on here. There's health articles. Um, we'll look at one of these. Let me. So here, so the health um, articles that it's presenting now are preventing youth violence, whooping cough, dating violence, minority health. There's lots and lots of different health articles. Um, they always feature a disease of the week. Um, so here they're talking about child passenger safety. Good one. I can read up on that. Um, alcohol screening, colorectal cancer. So they always feature that, and it usually cycles every week. So there's new information on there all the time. Um, vital signs. This is just various information, um, different new research that's coming out that the CDC is looking at. Um, like, for example, here... Um, so here's um, HIV and AIDS Awareness Day. So this is from February 7th. So they'll keep this up for a little while. And um, it's nice because it updates pretty frequently and you don't have to keep track of that. So um, I'm going to skip Medscape and Micromedics for now. I want to talk about the SSRN. So this is the Social Science Research, Research Network. Um, this is just an electronic database. It has over 400,000 full-text articles on there that you can use. Basically what it is, it's um, for people to submit their research and abstracts. So any social scientist can submit to this. Um, they'll feature your abstract on here. You can access full text papers on here if they allow you to download it free. There's scholars from all across the world that utilize this, so it's really nice. I've recommended this to a lot of students as well. Um, even if they can't get a full text from this resource, they can find the article that they want, the abstract, and then we can pull it for them from the library by contacting Nicole or somebody over at the library. So, um, The Electronic Preventative Services Selector, this is a newer one. Um, the Department of Health and Human Services did this app. This is, um, Basically, they list out recommendations for preventative care for all different ages. So we can search. So the first search mechanism that you can do, I don't know if you can see it up there, you can do their age. So you just punch in an age. So we'll just do, we'll do 45-year-old. We'll do a male. Um, so pregnancy, you can indicate yes or no. Um, we'll do non-tobacco users and sexually active. And if you search, 
it'll list the um, Department of Health and Human Services preventative or, um, screening. So for this patient, um, they recommend aspirin, HIV screening, high blood pressure screening, lipid disorder screening, and then syphilis screening. So you can search, you can punch anything in there. So if you have a patient, what they initially recommended this for was for providers to do to recommend to their patients, but then it's a resource now that the public can use. And then you can also just browse by topics as well. So if you want to learn more about breast cancer screening, it's got all the information here. So just generic information, clinical information, what their rationale is, which includes all their citations and everything as well, which is good. Um, and then this is all organized by the different grades. So anytime there is a preventative screening recommendation, it's graded A, B, C, D, or I. So A and B are what they absolutely recommend. C and D are optional. And then I is what they recommend against. So all those definitions are on there as well. Um, the last one I actually put up here for you, Michelle, um, with Clinic. So EPIC is the computer program that's used in all the hospitals in this area and they just developed this app recently. So we can't actually log into it or access it, um, but the hospitals are using it now. So once you are in a secured network in a hospital setting that has a license with Epic, you can log in. So it's portable, so physicians, nurse practitioners, um, physician's assistants can monitor their patients anywhere in the hospital. So rather than hopping on a computer, logging in, they can pull out their iPad or their tablet and use it from there. So. Um, the last two I want to spend a little bit more time on. So the first one is Medscape. This Medscape is um, the app, and then the, they have a website as well. Um, but it provides news, references, and educational material, and it's all free. So I always recommend this to students. So at the beginning of the semester, I have them sign up. It updates regularly, and when I say regularly, I usually get an update like every few days with new health information that's coming out, um, anything and everything. So it's free, you just sign up with an email, but it also gives you access to um, continuing ed units if you need that. I've done some CE activities on here. Um, and you can indicate a specialty on there. So like under my profile, I list nursing, so it'll pull nursing articles that are relevant to me or to my practice area. So if we click on news, it'll talk about recent news. So a pill a day to keep breast cancer away. So this was just released on Valentine's Day. So it's some new medication that they're looking at with breast cancer. So um, it's got articles on here. It has case studies on here. I, and they're real case studies that um, were interesting patients that physicians had worked on. So I've used a couple of those in class, which is nice. Um, yeah, so on the far right, they have the latest in nurses. So I don't know if you can see it, but this is how it's organized. So latest in nursing is over there. So they're more relevant to what your topic is. So you can indicate physician, you can indicate student, all of that. Um, Medscape will also send you an email every week with a new interesting article that came out that it thought you might like. So um, you'll, you will get frequent emails, one a week. So. Um, and then reference is really nice. Reference, you can look up drugs, conditions, various procedures. You can check medication interactions, um, and then you can check the formulary as well. So students use this sometimes for medications in the clinic area. Um, and then education, this is where you'll find the continuing ed um, patient cases on the far left. So this new one is major depressive disorder. 
um, and it's got new perspectives on diagnosis and management. So it'll give you kind of a background of that patient, what happened with the patient, what they did for treatment, what the outcome was, and then there's always an um, activity that's associated with it. They usually have PowerPoints. PowerPoints are free to access if you want to use those in class um, or for the students. Um, and then it'll, you'll print off your um, completion certificate at the end. So. And then it'll tell you, too, what, what, who's eligible. So if it's a physician that's eligible or nursing, something like that. Um, okay. Mm -mm. No, they're all free. Yeah, yep, yeah. It's really nice, too. I was kind of dumbfounded by Medscape at the beginning because I was like, oh, there's no way that it's free. But it is. All of it's free. And the updates are free often, too. And what it allows you to do, which is nice, um, when it updates, it gives you the option to download it so you don't have to access it on Wi-Fi. So if you don't have an iPad um, with a 3G in you know, your home or someplace that doesn't have Wi-Fi, you can still access that information if you download it. So the updates only take maybe five minutes, it says two to 10 minutes. And like I said, it's usually every few days that that happens. Um, but yeah, it's pretty nice. So I've had students get lots of articles off here for evidence-based practice papers that we do and projects in class. So I've used it quite a bit in class too, just because our textbooks are outdated you know, before our students even buy them because things change so frequently. So this has been nice because we can talk about relevant, what's current, maybe that's different from what's listed in the textbook. So. And then the last one I want to talk about is Micromedics. Um, this is, you can purchase, um, and I don't really know what I would use if I purchased it or what it would give me that's different. Um, but this is basically a drug reference textbook. Um, you can search by drug or medication classification. This is updated. It'll send you an email when it's ready to update or when you access it. This is free as well. You can get this on your iPhone too, so students that are in clinic can kind of pull their iPhone out if it's easy, look this up. There are a lot of physicians that I've seen that worked, or that I'd worked with that use this as well, but it's very thorough and it updates as medications change. If FDA, you know, takes something off the market or approves something new, it'll put it on there and update it fairly regularly, which is nice because our, again, our textbooks don't do that for us, so. Um, so yeah, so those are the, most of the apps that I use, there are more um, apps that you can buy from publishers like Lippincott has a bunch of reference, medical reference things that you can purchase, anatomy stuff. Um, but these are all free, and these are the ones that I like and have found most helpful, I guess, especially for students. So these are the ones that I've been using. But um, So yeah, so that's it. Do you guys have any questions about any of them? Um, that's the preventative services oh, yeah, selector, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and I guess this one has some tools too. We can look at this. Oh, um, so these tools, these are nice. I didn't mention these. These are all different. Like there's a BMI calculator on there. So this is in the EPSS, the preventative service selector. Um, this has depression screening tools on here, um, breast cancer risk, um, alcohol screening, drug abuse screening, folic acid to prevent neural tube defects. So there's a clinical summary there. I mean, all sorts of different articles on here. I don't know how often this is updated. These are just different links to different websites. It looks like healthfinder.gov is one. So there's a lot of articles here. And these are all free as well. Most of them are PDFs, which is nice, because then you can save them. Give them to students if you want. But.
Lots of free stuff. Are you able to access all the stuff in the clinic setting, or do they have anything blocked? Um, I haven't had any issues at the hospital accessing any of these, so as long as you're on their Wi-Fi. And most of them have websites, too. So from the computer, you can do that. So Micromedics, I know the U uses Micromedics as their drug reference. So Yeah, so you can access that pretty easily. But So, yeah. Any other questions? Oh, yeah, so EPIC is, um, EPIC is the electronic record that the hospitals use around here for patient monitoring, patient information. Um, and this is now available on the iPad, but you have to be on a secured network, and the network has to give you some code. I tried punching in, actually, my username and password to see if it would even work, um, and it didn't. So you have to be on their network. I read a little bit. You have to be on their network, and they have to give you some sort of code to access it. So, But it's nice because if a physician is you know, down in the cafeteria and wants to look up something, you know, he can see it then rather than jumping on a computer. So a little bit more portable. So, yeah. And this one's free, too. I'm surprised. But, like, I mean, you have to have the license with it. But, yeah, see, at the top it says no environments configured. So you have to punch in, you know, if you're at the university or Mercy or wherever. So. But, yeah, Medscape is probably my favorite. That's the one I always have students sign up for. So if you haven't could recommend that, but yeah. Any other questions? Nothing? Exciting stuff? Okay, thanks for coming. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you learned something.